Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 94. I'm David. Thank you guys for being with us as always. Of course, right now on the podcast, if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, you know that we are going through the wise sayings of Proverbs. And this is connected to a sermon series we're doing at Agape Church right now called Wisdom and Folly. And so I'm hoping that um, that this podcast would be a help to you to understand uh, the Proverbs and to gain wisdom from them. And so we covered the last couple episodes, chapter 10 and 11. Today will be chapter 12 of Proverbs. So if you have not had a chance to read that yet, um, I would uh, suggest that you do that. Is go and, and read through Proverbs 12 and then uh, listen to this podcast as what I hope will be an aid or a help to you in understanding at least some of the big picture ideas in Proverbs. Now, one of the things I want to remind us of when we talk about wisdom is that as we pursue wisdom, uh, that is certainly very practical in nature. And Proverbs is all about helping us to desire wisdom and to know how to attain it. And wisdom, I believe, in a biblical sense, is understanding how to apply the Word of God to any situation that you are in. Knowledge is knowing God's Word. Understanding is having insight into His Word. And then wisdom is the ability, the skill to apply God's Word to your life. And so Proverbs is a help to us in that. It is practical in nature because there are hundreds of these small uh, statements of wisdom that we can apply and use to our lives. But Proverbs also points to something much greater, and that is that wisdom is ultimately found in a person, the person of Jesus Christ. And so when we pursue wisdom in the Bible, we are pursuing Jesus we are pursuing um, his, we're pursuing him and we're pursuing his life. And so I, I want you to know that as we talk about Proverbs, that it is more than just trying to have practical wisdom. It is actually a pursuit of the person of Jesus. So in chapter 12, uh, what we've been doing in these episodes is looking for some big themes uh, that we see in the collection of Proverbs. And so uh, you know, understand that as you read these chapters, you may see different themes than I do, uh, and that's perfectly okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a really good thing. But what I'm doing is is looking for themes and collections of proverbs into those themes throughout each chapter, and then trying to highlight those. So uh, I saw several themes in chapter 12. I'm going to talk about two of them today. One of them is the theme of the labor or the works of the wise versus the foolish. There were just several verses throughout Proverbs 12 that distinguished the difference between the type of work that the wise do and the type of work that the foolish do. And so we can learn from that. So, for example, in chapter 12, uh, verse 9, it says that it is better to be lowly and have a servant 
than to play the great man and lack bread. And so I think what we learn from that is, first of all, really good leaders are people who are humble, and they will have people following them. They will have, the Bible uses the term servants, but I think in a, in a, in a big picture sense of what we understand today is leaders who are humble will have those who are willing to follow listening to them and and even serve alongside of them uh and 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 that could be in a that could be in a capacity of a business or of a organization or of a of a you know a venture uh of any kind really and certainly in a church we would apply that so good leaders are humble people but those who are arrogant these are people who just pretend to be great they pretend like they're something. They're the opposite of humble. And ultimately, Proverbs says they're going to lack provision. And I think that provision is they're going to lack, lack people who are willing to follow them. They're going to lack people who are willing to serve alongside of them. All right, so there's some other comparisons here. Verse 10 tells us that whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. So again, this is talking about works, and in particular here, the work of mercy. And of course, work in this sense is what our life produces. Well, righteous people are truly merciful people. You can even see it in the way they treat their animals, the way that they care for their pets. They are merciful people. But foolish people, what they call mercy is actually cruelty. They they are they are cruel to people, and they may say that, well, I'm being merciful. I'm, I'm showing them compassion, but in actuality, it is not that at all. Their mercy or their idea of mercy is actually cruel. So a comparison of that work between those who are wise and those who are foolish. And we see in, in verses 11 and verse 24, we see that the wise people will work hard for themselves. They're going to work hard for themselves, but also so that they can provide for others. They're diligent in their work. But fools, they end up pursuing things that really have no value. And at the end of it all, their laziness, their apathy to want to work to earn something for themselves and to earn something to give others that laziness, they're enslaved by it. They're enslaved by their foolish pursuits. So the wise are diligent so that they can earn and they can provide and be generous to other people. The, the foolish, they are lazy in work. They often pursue things that really have no value. And at the end of it all, they end up finding themselves trapped and enslaved by their pursuits. That's a big picture theme in chapter 12. The other big theme in chapter 12 is around the heart, the heart of a person, uh, specifically the heart of the wise versus the heart of the foolish. Now, it's really important when we talk about the heart that we understand what the Bible teaches about that. Back in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 uh, Solomon says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Now, the heart in the Bible is, it is that inner person. It is your thoughts and your emotions. It, it's how you feel, how you process things. 
Um, it's, it's your worldview. It's how you see the world around you. And the heart is what gives life to you spiritually. And it really directs how you live. That's why I think Solomon says that, is that from the heart flows springs of life. In other words, from, from the heart flows the water that directs the course of your life, that nourishes you, that uh, provides for you. Uh, it is that current that carries you along, and it all stems from your heart. And the New Testament talks about this as well. Jesus uh, talked about this in in uh, Matthew uh, chapter 15. And, and Jesus said there in verses 18 through 20, that what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And so if if out of your heart there if your heart is evil, then out of your heart will come evil thoughts and murder and adultery and sexual immorality and theft and false witness and slander. And that ultimately will defile you, but it's coming from your heart. And so the Bible shows us this. Proverbs talks about this. What we do comes from who we are comes from what is inside of us. And so wisdom, as we pursue wisdom, we need to realize that we're pursuing pursuing not just wise actions, but wise character, the person of Jesus who can save our souls and that inner heart can be changed by his grace and, and our hearts can be made pure so that what comes out of our hearts will be pure. So keep that in mind as we look at some of these verses in Proverbs 12. There's some big comparisons that are made here. For example, we're told in chapter 12, in verses 5 and 6 and 13 and 18 and 25, that the righteous will have just thoughts. They'll have right thoughts. And the words that come from the righteous will heal people and deliver them. So we see this. uh, Let's look at a few of these. Um, Verse um, 18 says, the tongue of the wise brings healing. What a wise person says is able to heal not only themselves, but others. It's able to heal relationships. It's able to heal those who are in conflict. It's able to heal those who are hurting because out of their heart, they are able to say good and wise and helpful things out of out of the heart that Jesus is giving them that is purified by his grace. Verse 25 in Proverbs chapter 12 says, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. So again, a wise person is able to deliver the kind of good words that uh, will help people and will um, take their anxious life and heart and lift them up and make them glad. So don't we want to surround ourselves with wise people who can make us glad in our worries? And don't we want to be wise people? who are being changed by Jesus so that we have words to share with others that will lift them up. Now, the comparison is with the wicked. In Proverbs chapter 12, says that the wicked are people who give deceitful counsel, and they actually draw blood from others with their words, which is a picture of violence. So, for example, verse 5 says, "...the counsel of the wicked is deceitful." So if you surround yourself with those who are not wise, who are evil people, the the type of advice they give you is probably going to deceive you from what is actually good. 
Uh, verse six says, the mouth of, excuse me, the words of the wicked lie in wait for blood. So there we see this, the, the words of evil people can do violence to others. Verse 18 shows us this as well in verse, in, in chapter 12. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrust. Wow. Can you, you get that picture that the, the tongue of the wise, those who love Jesus and, and who their hearts being changed by him, they are able to heal people. Yet those who are foolish, their words are often like stabbing someone with a sword. You probably, you probably had experiences like that in your life. You've probably had experiences where someone hurt you with their words. They didn't physically stab you, but to this day, their words sting years and years later. And the Bible says we should pursue wisdom. We should want to be wise people so that we can be someone who, like Jesus, can heal people with the words that we have to share. And we should want to be people who don't speak rashly and quickly so that we do damage to others. Proverbs 12 goes on to say, uh, verse 16 talks about the heart it talks about the vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. So here's again a comparison of what happens in our heart when someone hurts us with their words. A fool is quick to anger. anger. They, they, are, they are quick to say, to snap back and to fight back. They are quick to have an angry retort. But the wise have the ability and the patience to be able to ignore someone who insults them. Now, that doesn't mean that their words don't hurt. That doesn't mean that you need to ignore those insults forever. But it does mean that the wise, they're a person who God is doing something in their heart so that they are able to push back and to be to be able to be patient and not have to respond angrily when someone insults them. This is how much we need wisdom to be able to do that. And then finally, verse 23, in this kind of idea of the big theme of the heart and what is coming out of our heart, our thoughts and our words, a prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaim folly. I think what Proverbs, what Solomon is telling us here is that a wise man doesn't always share everything he knows. He may have a lot of information and a lot of knowledge, but he doesn't always share that with others. He knows when to hold back. But fools, they are always talking. They're always proclaiming what they know. They're always wanting other people to know what they're aware of. And they spread their foolishness very quickly. So again, here we're being pointed to being patient, being able to guard our mouths, that is coming from a heart of wisdom. So church, Proverbs talks a lot about our words in our mouth. And just know that if, if we need to work on the things we say and the things we think, we need to work on our heart through prayer. And we need to ask Jesus to give us a wise heart so that what comes out of us is filled with wisdom that will help people. I hope this has been helpful to you today. I look forward to uh, sharing with you some more on the next episode of our podcast as we continue going through these wise sayings. Until next time, church, grace and peace. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Denson, Alabama. 
If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Son, I'm giving you victory.